Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. That's it's about as ludicrous as uh, saying it uh, wasn't the will of God for Trump to be reelected. <laughs> oh my gosh! There you go, Jay. You better well, hurry. Amen. Amen. From that moment on, that he would not call out people's sins anymore because he felt guilty that that pastor died because of him. He would only give words to build up and encourage people. And RT states that he thought that this may be when the spirit lifted off his ministry. Because after all, the main purpose of Christianity is to call people out of their sin into a new life with Jesus Christ. RT send up Mm. their relationship this way. Despite the incongruities, perplexities, and disappointments I experienced with Paul, I thank God for him. Even though RT hated the loud music they played at his meetings, their theologically shallow sermons, flag-waving, and the fact that his, his fans used to love to jump up and down, RT was thankful for the time that he, they had together. RT explains that his friendship with Paul Cain and the other prophets came with a great price— because many evangelicals shunned him because of this. That's right. But again, R.T. explains that the only way he can sum up his time with the prophets is by a a popular movie called The Good, Bad, and the Ugly. But R.T. wants to be very clear that he believes that in prophetic ministry for today and that we should give prophetic words in the church. R.T. lastly covers the ugly chapter in all of this the fall of Paul Kane. In October 2004, Mike Bickle, along with Rick Joyner and Jack Deere, disfellowshipped from Paul Kane for public drunkenness and for homosexuality. They also said that Kane was unwilling to submit to a restoration process. According to Charisma Magazine, RT confirms that indeed Paul was secretly practicing homosexuality. And he found out that he stated when he found out about this and it broke in the news, he called this one of the worst days of his life. From that moment on, he said Paul lived in isolation and was never really restored to the ministry 100%. RT wrote an article about Paul after he died where he stated that he went to heaven under a very, very dark cloud. The big lesson for RT was to never let giftings be elevated over character. And he felt that the apostle Paul would have confirmed this sentiment. And RT even takes it a bit further to say, the higher level of gifting that you have, the more integrity is needed for those individuals. He said, that what really came to his mind, well, how did he reconcile these differences between someone who was so prophetically gifted, but yet such a mess in his personal life? But he said the only thing that came to his mind was King Saul, how King Saul continued in ministry even though God's hand was lifted. R.T. explains that the gifts and callings of God are also without repentance. And so people can continue to operate for a little while in those giftings, even if the person is living in gross sins. But RT stated that Numbers 32 verse 23 says, your sin will always find you out. And that was his warning in the church, to the church, based on this whole King Paul Cain situation, 
that God allowed this to go on for a long time, but eventually the truth and the sin of Paul Kane's life would come to the surface and go publicly and basically take him out of his ministry. What broke RT's heart even more was the Lakeland revival. This broke out from April to October in 2008, and it became a worldwide because it was broadcast on God TV. RT and his wife knew something was really wrong from the beginning. The young minister who was preaching, Todd Bentley, never was really preaching the gospel. He states that even when they were baptizing people, they baptized them in the name of the Father, Son, and bang. So they wouldn't use the Holy Spirit. And him and his wife were just saying, no, 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 something's not right with this revival. We should always judge and test a movement and not think that everything is a genuine manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And Paul Kane emerged during this time to confirm the ministry of Todd Bentley. Here is a prophetic word that Paul Kane gives over Todd Bentley during that time. The video quality is very poor because it's from a long time ago, but I wanted to play it because you're going to see why in a second. And when you uh, brought uh, Todd, Bentley, and I together, the angel of the Lord said, you found what you're looking for. This is a man without guile, just as the... Uh, the um, man was up in the tree, and um, what was the man? Uh, behold, um, Zacchaeus. 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 No, no, no. Nathaniel. 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 Behold, Nathaniel, in whom there is no guile. And I couldn't believe it when people were criticizing Todd that surely he had some kind of guile in him. And the Lord spoke to me as clearly as he's ever spoken before. And I've stood by the notables and the greats that had the greatest healing ministry of all times. And uh, I've never met anyone that has the integrity and the possibilities of leading this thing into a worldwide revival. And I just want to confirm and bless whatever I can do, whatever God has given me to do. I just place myself in an available position to hear from the Lord and to transfer and give to my brother who has given so much to others and so much to me everything you've ever deposited into my life that I didn't know how to give away I'm giving it to my brother tonight to carry on this revival until the stadiums all over the world have been uh, have been catching this and have been Okay. Okay, uh, so you're seeing where he was blessing. Uh, so it must have been just a couple of years after that. Then th that was 2008. 2008. Yeah. When did they say they set Paul Kane down? Uh, it, uh, it was close there. It was right, yeah, right it after. Wasn't, it wasn't, I think, I think it was 2010, maybe something, something like that. Uh, they said, but Todd Bentley, you know, was under investigation, mm -hmm. and while he was under investigation, actually. 
the guy that was doing the investigation made his life accountable to me yes. as a friend. Yeah. And so he wanted to be accountable to somebody as he was doing. Mm-hmm. I've never said that publicly yeah. before. But he was accountable to me during that investigation. Yeah. He did that investigation for Brown. Uh, Michael Brown. Michael Brown. And they had a kind of a tribunal or whatever. The amount of, uh, can I say, spiritual warfare? Go ahead, yeah. And stuff that's come against that man since yeah. he did that. Did a wonderful job, did a great job. Yeah. But the warfare that he's come under. Even and, since then. And the lack of appreciation. That's right. It's yeah. just been, and he, and, uh, but anyway, that's another story for another day. But he was around all of that. Yeah. I was around it via through him. Mm-hmm. The warfare that was around it mm-hmm. was just horrendous. Mm-hmm. And I know Todd Bentley's got whatever happened to Todd and all of that. But we can't discount the fact that the Holy Spirit wasn't moving and the warfare that came against that thing. Come that's on, right. y'all. There's nobody. I, I'm like. That's that's the point I I'm keep like, trying to make. I world, can't say it right. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying Todd Bentley is definitely not no, my type yeah. of preacher. No, me neither. I mean, I, I was there in 2008. Yeah. Oh, were you? Yeah, yeah, you went down there, yeah, didn't you, I went you, down Jay? in 2008. I mean, I just don't understand. I mean, people, things can happen. That's right. It wasn't, doesn't, it, life I, I, can what, happen. I didn't hear anything uh, that Paul said that I necessarily disagree with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it didn't happen, but that could have, that was probably God's will that it would. That's right. That's exactly That's the right. point. I mean, That's, I, I that is the point. And it's also the point that because things did happen with Todd Bentley, yeah. doesn't disqualify Todd Bentley from preaching the gospel and from being used of the Lord today, mm-hmm. right now, in 2024. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Todd's doing. I have no but, idea. I but, don't. But I'm saying. I don't know what his repentive state is or anything. I don't really yeah, know. Yeah. I think the consequences of all of it is he's pretty much shut him down somewhat. But yeah. don't you think that, and, and again, this but goes again, to. I mean, the enemy. Yeah. Do you discount the enemy? I mean. No, you can't discount the enemy. Neither can you discount religious people from saying he has no more right to do anything because he sinned. Well, that's the enemy. And that's, yeah. Yeah, you're being, it's a religious mm-hmm. spirit. And you're being, being used. We're being used every time we do that but to there somebody. But again, we're saying with a repentive heart. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the always the pre-qualified. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's a given. I that's mean, right. I don't think that even yeah. needs to be said. That's right. So you were down there, Jay? Yeah. During yeah. Uh, 2008. You and yep. some guys went down? I went down. It was me and my father and Pastor Steve. Well, Pastor was there, there, and a couple other guys from the church. We went down, uh-huh. and it was—I mean, I'd say God was all over it. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, was, I was there. It was very, very. But and you know, people say, I'm sure people that didn't see Todd probably was like wondering why he was twitching around so much. But he did that when he was just talking. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just his normal thing. Yeah. Imagine his head stayed on top of his neck. Yeah. Huh. But huh. but how many? You know, I thought about this with Todd quite a bit. How? much of his now i'm not trying to misplace anything but how much of his failure is the failure of people around him did he not have anybody around him during that time to to call into the well, carpet? those that he had was blowing smoke at him that's right exactly that's you what know, i'm saying yeah, they were yeah. yes people they were i well, mean i don't know i wasn't him. there but how many people around him could in some ways be responsible for yeah happened to him well if you're if that's that's what happens when you blow smoke at people yeah. all the time on how great they are or whatever listen the human nature can't take it can't we just, just ain't designed to carry they're that just just not, they're just encouraging him yeah yeah, yeah to fall just encouraging yeah, that's right him. yeah encouraging him to fall and that's and that's what happens 
Now, it's, I don't know no, what he, happens he, he when you... You can't do Jay, it the same way. I, Jay, I'm blowing it at myself. Jay, yeah, he's blowing his own smoke. That's right. He's blowing That's his own the smoke. problem. That's right. That's, That's the problem. problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jay, if you're right, on I am. All right, let's, right, let's go with the rest of it here. Daryl, Paul Kane prophecy, where he's giving a prophecy about Todd's stellar character and claims that God showed him that there's no guile in Todd. Well, the revival would end shortly after that in Todd's moral failures. And what's even worse is that Todd would have several more failures even after this one. And Jack Deere, who was overseeing Todd's restoration, said Todd never fully repented. But Paul's prophecy was 100% wrong in this case. And so basically we're seeing another one of these prophetic failures. And what's even worse than even that is that Todd uh, Bentley is still in ministry to this day and going around the world and preaching at different churches. Let's Listen, right. I have yeah, please great stop compassion. Right there. How dare you? Uh, I mean, that's the thing. That's what I'm talking about right yeah, there. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was talking about. Well, with torn curtain there. I, Just I, put Alan's face all the way on the screen, if you would. Know. No, no I, want you, I want you to talk it'll, about it. It'll be total disgust. Uh, well, Old at Heart says, <laughs> what is Old at Heart I can't say? take anyone with that accent seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like and He says, I kid, sort of. <laughs> I like old at heart. Yeah, he just puts it right yeah, on. He, he, he also does. said, "I just like him because of his daughter. I mean, she's yeah, just precious. She's just precious. She speak, that little Abby. She can speak Italian." He also says, "Oh, Latin." Let, <laughs> let's, he said, "Let's start a conference. <laughs> you two can bring in the boomers. Jason and I can bring in the young crowd to get slapped around. They're called millennials." <laughs> <laughs> you know what he says here. Number one, he talks about. Paul Kane got it wrong. Well, how does he know Paul Kane got it wrong? How does well, he know again, Paul Kane got well, it wrong? Well, it's because he doesn't factor in the fact that a prophet tells the will of God. He is putting, but the will of yeah. God doesn't always happen. Yeah, I'm sorry. And at that time, I'm, I'm sure that re, I'm at sure. the time that Paul Kane laid his hand on Todd Bentley and said, "Here's a man That's in right. which there's no guile." You don't think there may not have been any guile. Think the enemy, you don't think the enemy, the enemy wasn't there listening? Yeah. And I'm sure that the powers of darkness said, watch this. Yeah, but we have, the church is falling into this trap Mm -hmm. of constantly doing this. Mm -hmm. And we pick apart like crows over roadkill. That's what we do. You know, I mean, this, (laughs) here's a guy that's wounded. Let's just pick him apart. He's no good from henceforth and forever. Mm -hmm. And that's certainly not the will of God. See, See, now here we are again. He's not our kind of preacher. No, he's not. And here our we kind are having preacher. to defend him again. I never did even. I don't know that I've ever heard Todd Bentley preach <laughs> or go. Paul King. <laughs> well, there you go. I, just, I mean, I I'm have, a Bobby but, Grubbs man. That's right. But, but now, I have to but defend you're taking these guys. Up your defender. I have to because Rip Bridges is crazy. <laughs> he's just, he's just doing it. <laughs> what I see, we shouldn't have went this second show. <laughs> well, this is Jason. Him <laughs> for Todd. I'm not here to bash him. But, but unfortunately, when the people that are restoring you say that you never fully repented, we have a problem. Stop right there one okay? more time. So none of stop this right is about bashing time. anybody, okay? We want to look. Stop right there one more time. He's not about bashing. He's not about bashing. And he says that Todd Bentley never repented. Again, he doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. I know he cites something Jack Deere said. You know Jack Deere. I know Jack Deere, but those things happened after that, couldn't it? Hey, there were some people that reached out to Todd. Mm-hmm. That gives report that he did repent. Mm-hmm. 
I, I'm just saying. Yeah, that, we, okay. And truthfully, his ministry, he just said, you know, kind of like, well, he's going all over the world. Listen, his ministry is nothing like what it was. No, it's no. not. No, you don't, no, you don't even hear close. Todd Bentley anymore. But, no, I mean, uh, this is a guy that was on, the, what was it, ABC World News Tonight. Yeah, yeah. That's where I saw the revival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when they was down there interviewing him, and, and it was on nation, yeah. national news. Well, the consequences and, that of his behavior has totally destroyed his worldwide ministry. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying if... If God restores it, so be it. Yeah, I pray uh, yeah. that God does. Yeah, yeah. So that's that, I guess that's. But God's God. the one that'll have to. The Lord will have to do it. Yeah, man's not going to do it. They didn't do too good <laughs> first time. No. All right, go ahead. Because <laughs> love we, we, we're not and have bash. grace for people, but at the same time, there are standards in the New Testament for leadership, and people have to live up to those standards. So let me give you some closing Ooh. thoughts. Stop it one more time. Okay. <laughs> the fruits. Of- I feel like this last fifteen minutes is going to take forever. <laughs> It's going to go Standards, ahead. Jeff. Standards, Jeff. I told you Standards. earlier today. Yeah, go ahead. We get to the Live end of this up. thing, and he goes off the curtain. Okay. He goes okay. off the curtain. Okay. The bridge is ripped. <laughs> he says there are standards in the New Testament. Okay. Right. I agree. Mm-hmm. There are. There are. And he hasn't kept them. Matter of <laughs> fact, he's violating one by doing this podcast. Therefore, Therefore, according to his own rules, he's disqualified to sit down and never do another podcast. And what has he violated? Well, he has judged another brother uh-huh. without knowing anything. Nothing. And also, it's very possible he's bringing false witness against a brother. Mm-hmm. He's sowing discord among the brethren. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of violations that you, should you can have, pick you out here. You should have been a lawyer. Well, my point, yeah, really... <laughs> No, no, that's no. what they call me, Jeff Lawyer. Rolling hashtag. I mean, it's just never ending with me. Oh, never ending. But, it is. Do you understand? It is never ending. I agree with that. <laughs> you understand what I'm I talking do. about? I do. There's no sense, and I do believe this. Listen, we can talk about higher standards for those who are in leadership. I agree, but basically, all that means is is that there's going to be some higher standards violated. Well, let, let me ask you something. What what is normal par? For playing golf on a golf course, what's normal? What's the strokes? Uh, oh, like I, 70, I, I 72. I have no clue. 72, I maybe. Some, I don't know. When I played, they never did move the, the, the trees the, in the, the water. I so know. I could never get I finished. Well, I've, I've been too busy going about my father's business. To <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, my, here, but, <laughs> but here's, here's my point you're always shooting for a perfect score. Yeah. But very seldom do you I've never ever hit it. And each day is a new set of scores. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we're all shooting for a perfect score. Yes, and should strive and for should it. And should strive for it. Yeah, and when but we But you see, don't kick your plum out of the game because you shot a 10 over. Oh, and when you see a brother that's falling, you're supposed to pick him up and say, come on, I'll I help you. And if it's, don't I, let I, me I, kick you and throw mud on you and drown you in the mud puddle. But we understand we're shooting for perfection. Yep. But also understanding we never make it. We're not going to get okay, to Okay, go ahead. Now, we yeah, got we, we got a lot. We got go ahead. I'll like try not to stop anymore. The Spirit are always more important than the gifts of the Spirit. And I would say even by far more important. Jesus says that you will know them by their fruit, not by their gifting. And Paul says, without love, we are nothing. That Paul was saying you can operate in great spiritual gifting, But if you don't have love and if you don't have character and fruit,
And really, yeah. it's nothing. It's just a clanging gong. He added there description. And so but the truth ahead, is, is that even Jesus goes on later to say, many will cast out demons, preach and prophesy, and, and Jesus will turn around to them and say, I never knew you. Okay? My dad always told me this. When you, if you see someone doing great signs and wonders, don't look don't look at the man and be amazed. Look to see if the woman that he's going home with is really his wife. And the truth is, that quote is telling us we must look to people's characters first. We should not be amazed by signs and wonders Let and it prophecies. Go. Let it go, because guys. Jesus says that these things are going to happen in abundance. And, and even if possible, it, they would deceive the very elect. And so we're coming into an age of great deception where the Antichrist is going to be able to fool a lot of people with supernatural abilities. I agree. We should always look to people's character. That is the true indication of their ministry. A dark cloud remains over Paul's ministry. And we must question whether he was used by the Holy Spirit or another spirit. I don't care if our time you say that. The Gospel (laughs) Coalition. It's not Bible wrote an article on Paul Cain's life. And he said, they said this, and it was a non-judgmental article. They said this, without entering into value judgments on Cain's ministry, it is possible to ask what extent what is being displayed is spiritual gifting or psychic capacity. Stop. And what Stop. is Stop. the revelation? <laughs> I told you. He goes off a curtain at the end. See, you never got that far. You should have trusted we don't need to make two shows of this. We <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you. And now, Torn Kurt, now let me say this. I like Torn Kurt. I do, too. He's a good, he's a good guy. Good, good guy. And he, Takes his and trash out on Saturdays. He, he does, does a lot of good stuff for the community. And stuff. Yeah. But I'm telling you what's lever loving. Listen, RT, to say that Paul Kane entered heaven with a cloud over his life, is so you just well be new age or something. I'm sorry. That is so non biblical. That is so non cross of Christ. That is so non gospel of the grace That's of God. Exactly right. We would all enter heaven with a dark cloud if you can get in with a cloud. I don't know where you get the cloud removal. What yeah. does it take place? Pearly gates. You have to be there six years. When no. does the cloud leave? It happens with the tribunal. What's it? The cloud. You have to Do you know how we're going to heaven how? and why we're going to heaven? Come on. Because the man on the middle cross said we could go. That's the only reason. Plus nothing. And watch, and watch this. The man that said that about the man on the middle cross said I could be there is bringing his grandmother with him. <laughs> no. Exactly right. <laughs> now, that's okay. right. That's right. Hey, that is but true. The, the point here is this is what's going on in the church, and it's a microcosm of what ha- not every well, church, yeah, but but this is a microcosm of how the perspective is in the body of Christ toward all of those that they when they find out that oh you mean that so and so has sinned and it's going to grow it, it grows that thing expands and it grows and it grows and before long everybody is disqualified so I'm on a mission let's just disqualify everybody now. Get oh, that oh, part you, over. Oh, with. you're disqualified. <clears throat> oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. And and watch. I'm going to repent in the morning, and God's mercies are new in the morning, uh-huh. and I get requalified every That's morning. Right. Oh, to fulfill whatever it was well, God think, created me to do. 
I mean, ultimately, I think Torn Curtain mm. is trying to say, I'm trying to raise the standard here. Yeah. The only problem is the Word of God has already done that. That's right. You see, so so I understand him trying to to hold a godly standard. I'm mm-hmm. not making fun of him for that. I mean, I I mean no. I understand him trying to to hold a standard, but it was no different in the Independent Baptist days where you got to wear a tie and a coat, and women have to wear dresses, and all, all those were standards. They were that's right. That was just standards, and 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 I mean, really and truly, you were in sin if a woman walked in. A pair of breeches and some of the oh, it wasn't, wasn't allowed. No, it wasn't allowed. They turn you around at the door. That's right. And 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 have you leave. So, still, I'll provide a dress for you to change it to. Oh, well, that's true. I just don't get the whole. Look at Noah. The last thing that was written about Noah was he got drunk and cursed his son. You look at he had a bad day. He had a bad day, and that's like the last. He did all that, built the ark, did all that, and that's the last last thing he wrote wrote about him. Yeah. What about? When the disciples was prophesying that Jesus was going to return and all the Jews moved to Jerusalem and lived in community and they all died. Yeah, that's a bad message. That, per, that per, one didn't work out. N- that no, that, there's 150 and one. But you that's see what I'm point, saying? Right? It's yeah, not it is a good all, point. That's right. Yeah, it's exactly maybe, right. Maybe it was the will of God for him to come back then. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It didn't happen. Here's what I said this morning. I said right. this didn't. morning. That's right, Joe. Everything written in the Word of God for me to do and to be is possible. And I said, that statement's true. Mm-hmm. I said, here's the next statement. Everything written in the Word of God for me to do and be is impossible. True. And both of those statements are true. Mm-hmm. I can offer nothing to pull it off. It has to be that I receive Christ, mm-hmm. that I receive His power. Mm-hmm. It is a gift from God that works in us, through us, and to others mm-hmm. in the world. When I interrupt the flow of that and try to add myself, sin is at the doorstep. And it will be easily seen. Mm-hmm. And yes, our sin will find us out. Mm-hmm. But thank God, Jesus is the propitiation for our sin. Mm-hmm. He is our advocate mm-hmm. and made a way mm-hmm. whereby if we confess our sin, he's faithful. Mm-hmm. and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, mm-hmm. not just a part, but all mm-hmm. unrighteousness. Now, that's pretty requalifying in my opinion. Yeah, I'd agree. It requalifies right on up there. So I don't know how anybody, why, for what purpose, reason, or anything else, that somebody would want to pick up a stone and stone somebody for their sin in this dispensation of the grace of God that we live in. I don't understand Well, it. you know, I've heard it, the definition of sin like this is it misses the mark. Mm-hmm. You've heard that mm-hmm. definition, guys. Well, I miss the mark. And so when we miss the mark, the way I understand the Scriptures, Jesus says, okay, you missed the mark. You're forgiven for missing that mark. Now try again. That's right. Try again. Let's see if we can hit the mark again. That's right. That's so right. my whole life is a constant living out of trying to hit the mark, knowing I'm missing the mark. Mm-hmm. But listen, the Lord's glad. The Lord is made happy. I'm going to get some emails over this one. Not because I hit the mark, but because I repent when I miss it and I keep trying. That's what makes, right. I keep trying to hit the mark. That's right. That's what makes him That's happy. That's what makes him happy. Is I keep right. trying... 
That's right. To hit tomorrow. He's teaching us to walk. And he's just tickled as That's he right. can be. Yeah. It's not about hitting the mark or missing the mark. He's already taken care of that. That's right. The only thing that's left is will I yeah. say, yes, Jesus, today I once again want to try to hit tomorrow. That's right. There again, I, I can't overemphasize this. The closer to God I get, the closer to the light I get, the more of me I see. Mm-hmm. The view from here seems sad, but the truth will set me free. Yeah, boy. There you go. So the closer to the light I get, the closer to God I get. I'm very honest with you guys. The more of me I see. So you can talk about a Todd Bentley. You can talk about a Bob Jones. You can talk about all these prophets all you want to. Now, now listen to me. I would love to stand before God. I would love to be able to count, be counted to walk in beside these guys. You better know I would. And their failures. You better know I would. <laughs> and to say, you know, I'd like to name drop a little. I knew Bob Jones. That's exactly right. I'll name drop. I don't know That's if you name drop in I went to his house. Yeah. yeah. I'll name drop. I'll say, well, I knew Jeff Rowland. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and he'll that may be it, pushing it there. Well, he'll, bit, I'm sure know. he'll say, Jeff who? <laughs> but but nonetheless, okay, Jay, Jay, give us a little bit more there. We'll see what else we got here before we stop this one. We gets worse. Oh, no, it don't. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got something. Oh, oh, Jason got something. This come to mind here. Okay. You were just talking about Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Wow. Not Michael Brown. <laughs> That's right. Hey, man. Hey, man. That, that deserved a good independent Baptist state, man. Did you hear them sirens go by? Hey, and the relation between these two. So the Gospel Coalition is saying it's possible that there are psychic capacities in operation here. Derek Prince confronted Mike Bickle about the Kansas City prophets. He had major, major concerns. And Derek seemed to be very concerned and called a meeting with Bickle. The prophetic movement he felt was intermixed with the cultic practices. And how that happens is, is because before people get saved, maybe them or their relative were involved in the occult and then they get saved. They didn't have real discipleship or deliverance, right? We'll see that in a lot of the islands here right off the United States. There are deep occultic practices in those islands. So they get saved and they're still operating with those occult practices and they don't even realize it. So Derek Prince felt the prophetic movement was intertwined in the cult. And Derek Prince felt that some of the prophetic revelations he told Bickle were absurd and even blasphemous. You guys know I use a lot of Derek's material on this channel because I feel that he's a great Bible teacher. He was grounded and rooted in scripture, but believed in the full power of God moving today. But he felt the prophetic movement took the focus off Jesus and the scriptures towards subjective experience and human personalities. And that's just Derek Prince nailing it right on the head. Okay, anytime we get off from the focus being Jesus and scriptures and we move just to experiences or very powerful personalities, we've got a major problem. Listen on YouTube, these are the people that are growing the fastest. I'm not gonna name names, but a lot of this is grounded in African witchcraft 
And this stuff is rampant in the modern prophetic and charismatic movements. And these people's ministries are exploding. And it's almost like they're putting on a show for everybody and giving them some type of experience outside of Jesus in the scriptures. And Derek Prince day. said this. Who is he talking about? Derek Prince? Yeah. No, uh, I don't even know who Derek Prince is. Derek, oh, he's Derek a, Prince he's is a great guy. preacher. Oh, great, great preacher. Now, let me... Uh, and, and, and he kept... He was non-charismatic. He, I mean, he believed in the charismatic persuasion, but he was a non-charismatic personality, yes. uh, Jason. He yes. was... Kind of uh, a letter. A letter. Uh, he was more like a. a he was more of a like, liturgical preacher. He was. He the truth. was. And a very. I who he but, is. And he, he kind of kept the charismatic movement in line. To he be honest did. With you. He, he did. He did a really good job with. The and word I of agree God. with a lot. He was in deliverance. He just. He, 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 that's that's where I was. That's and I agree a lot with yeah. what he just said. There. Yeah, I did too. In a lot yeah, of what he just said, he did a pretty good job. But he's going too heavy on the occult and the prophetic. I think. What I'm hearing is he's saying eighty percent of the prophetic is occultic. That's what he's implying. That's, and, that's but the way it see, what that be. does is it diminishes from the truth that he said in that last clip where he's talking about it needs to be Jesus-focused. That's true. Mm -hmm. It needs to be more Jesus in the Word than it does life experience and experiences that you have for truth. I agree with that. If you take that then and you say, but this is a cultic, you have diminished the truth you just said. Well, it's just like with IHOP out there right now, KC. To me, God sets up a local government to look after that situation. Yeah. Now, if God wants it to stay there, it'll stay. That's my faith. If God says it's time to dismantle it and it's, time, it's done what it's supposed to do, God says it's to be dismantled, I think he'll do that through his local government. I don't want to be guilty of destroying a work that's God's call. Amen. Oh, if you can hear you what I'm saying. That? To me, that's God's call. It's not oh. our call. Because I hear people on the internet, well, I think it's time to shut it down. And I'm like, whoa, everybody. Ooh. That's God's call. And you got to have faith in God that he'll make that call if yep. it's done what it needs to do or whatever. Let's just totally. Yeah, I can't even now, imagine I can't. That. Now, Derek Prince who he's citing now, he can give himself a very good reputation by citing himself alongside Derek Prince. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Now, I mean, I don't know about Torn Curtain personally, but if he wants to cite who he is along with Derek Prince, that's going to put him in a good light. So that's a good mm -hmm. choice if you want to have guilt by association. I agree. So he's using Derek Prince on that, Jason, and it's, yeah. it's a pretty good choice on I, his part. I know who Derek is now. I've listened to his, a lot of his uh, yeah, I thought, deliverance ministries. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. have. And so Derek, it was... And he's good on warfare, too. He's yeah, good. He when is. he speaks on warfare... And he good. helped, I think, to bring... He helped the charismatic movement keep it between the tracks. He did. And I agree with all In that. And so ways, if he, he says... He balance. If he was saying the prophetic movement's getting off track, yeah, I don't have any problem with that. No, I don't have any I mean, listen, nobody was more critical back in the day of getting off than me and you. No, exactly. And here we are having to... Having Here's to, my everybody. point. What makes me so irritated? <laughs> What's so irritating? <laughs> is these guys, Last like you nerve. said, is these guys that I normally would, wouldn't even listen no. to. We shouldn't be having to defend no one in the body. Well, we're, I, we're defending my point. the cross of Christ. So I can almost agree with him on the occult thing. Yeah, if I'm I looked you. at it through the lens as these guys are future tellers. Yes, yo, you have to. I don't look at them that way. I look at them as they are I, I, speaking I, I the will of God. I, I totally agree. And with if you. you're looking for somebody to tell you the future and tell you what the, that is, witchcraft, yeah, that's that wrong. Is, yes, that is occultish witchcraft. 
I agree with that. Yeah. I don't think Paul Kane was over. I don't think he operated with He didn't pay enough attention to it. I, listen, no. I knew Paul. But I'm not if, saying we were best friends or nothing, but I was around Paul, and he was hes just as regular. He's calm. He was just a common he's calm. man that yeah. loved God and loved watch That's football. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. He just... Nah, he can, and, Same and, way with Bob, and Bob Jones. Jones. He just wanted to eat peach ice, homemade ice cream. That's exactly right. That's all. And go to, to and he enjoyed uh, eating at the buffet. And, now, what was the name of it? Uh, 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 was was, was Western Steers yeah, or something no, like that? No outback. Uh, well, it's where Boxcar is now. I think. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, that's come, where I'd eat with him. Yeah, yeah. Nonetheless, nonetheless, they were common people. They was common. Bob Jones. I think he when I saw him. Was wearing the same pair of shoes he bought in 1950. <laughs> That's exactly right. Now, just right there. And the same. Common as an, an old uh, shoe. Yeah, as common as and a pair of khaki pants and a sweatshirt. That every every now the and then might have an eagle on it, you know. <laughs> and somebody gave him that one. That's 80% exactly. of the time it had an eagle on it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's everybody right. gave him those old T-shirts, sweatshirts, sweatshirts with an eagle yeah, on I it. Bet you, I bet you he didn't have to buy clothes the last half of his life. No, you know he didn't. No, no. There's no way he could have. Listen, let me tell you something. This is totally off subject. But I was at Bob's house a lot. And people would come all the time and give Bob something. So if you brought Bob something, the next person that came in, got what say, the, here, here, yeah, Lord wants right. you to have it. There's a, saw him do it a hundred times. That's exactly Now, right. in his mind, now this is in his mind. In his mind, the Lord delivered it, and he For was supposed him to, to give, give, give it. it. That's exactly That's right. That's what was in his mind. That's exactly and he'd have a prophecy that went with him, and then every, day, every time, he'd just bawl. That's exactly right. And, I, and so I sat there and watched it. I thought, well, Bob's just trying to get, he don't want all the junk to mount up. Then all of a sudden, I seen the thing. I thought, I believe maybe God did have a person. And, well, and watch, He was blessing people by doing that all the time. And that's the reason I, it just absolutely <laughs> gripes me to no unearthly end to take somebody like a Bob Jones that lived his life. Listen, I, he, he made, wasn't perfect. No, he wasn't perfect. But watch this: He lived his life, loved God, and lived to be an old man. And then you go throw rocks at him. I, I, I got a problem with all him. I know. If they were true prophets of God. There's getting to be some bears around here. There's, there's, lot, there's getting to be some bears around here. There is some yeah. bears. Yeah, people need to be really careful. Well, only thing I can tell you is if when you make fun of somebody with a bald head, a bear could come out. Come out at any time. That's right. And I ain't shooting a bear. Okay, give us a little more there, Jay, and we'll, we'll wrap this one up. Yeah, he gets worse. Oh, no. I was able to get better. This is how you know of a false movement. So Derek Prince felt his warnings were not heeded by Mike Bickle. I even have one article sent to me in which it was told that Leanne Payne tried to warn John Wimber that Paul Kane was using familiar spirits to get his prophetic revelations. And I think John Wimber went on possibly to regret his association with the Kansas City prophets because no, eventually Mike Bickle went out from under his covering and broke off and decided to go off on his own. Ernie Grote was another person who was sounding the alarm about Mike Bickle. It was one of those prophets. I was listening to some of his preachings yesterday, and it's like, how long can we be nice? Stop, stop, stop. Listen, I got got that report as soon as it came out. Mm -hmm. Okay, years ago. I don't know what year that was. Mm -hmm. I got that report that he's citing. Yep. And... It was horrendous. The report that he had was actually ended up in, I'm, in my estimation, was shameful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did they take some heed to it? Yeah, they did or whatever. But it was obvious to me 
it appeared to me there was a lot of jealousy going on there. Now, Do listen, you think? listen, I don't want to, I mean, all those prophets out there, and I know some still yet, I mean, funnier, funnier than $11 bill. I mean, yeah. they'll prophesy to a, a dead tree. Yeah. But nonetheless, I also know they had a lot of men of prophetic gift and loved God with all their heart. Absolutely. There's no way you can dress up a prophet. Look in the scriptures. You can't dress up a prophet and make him pretty. No. Or respectable. Or respectable. That's exactly right. That's they're not exactly pretty right. and they're not respectable. And they ain't going to be. And they just aren't going to be. They're no. liable to sit in sackcloth and ashes outside the gate. And Usually they ain't, they're liable to do anything. And Absolutely. it don't ever work out right for them. No, 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 no. it don't end well for no, none of No, never. I mean, who wants to be a prophet? No, it's my point. It, Listen, I'm, let me tell you, we was talking the other day, Al, who in about, the world about wants to be a uh, God's just not, don't seem to be calling people today. Well, who would wants to answer the call if you got to rip britches out there going to throw a rock at you every time you turn your head? Listen, I had a prophet. He sent me an email the other day. said, Alan, I had a vision of you, and you were standing in the pulpit, and you had the Holy Spirit around the throat choking it, not letting it loose. That needs like to a, be talked about by turn, uh, turn, Torn Veil. That torn needs curtain. to be Torn Curtain. Needs yeah. to talk about yeah. that. That could that, be occultic. Yeah, well, I mean, because I thought, wow, you mean I could get the Holy Spirit around the neck? I'm pretty tough, I guess. I guess I'm, I'm a pretty big dude in the spirit, I guess. Whatever. Well, the truth is I know this guy don't like me, so particularly. Yeah. Well, no, that's, that's, that's too harsh. He despises me, and so, but, but, none, but nonetheless, he sent me that that email and that prophecy. But can I tell you something? If he feels compelled to do that, in all honesty, because of the office of a prophet, right or wrong, whatever, what I did with it sounds ridiculous to me. But I took it to heart and you said, "Take inventory." Based I took off inventory of, yeah. on my heart. Right. Mm-hmm. I took what he said. I, I took inventory. Now, that does sound ridiculous on somebody perfect like me, but right. nonetheless, right. Right. No, seriously, I took it and I took inventory of myself. Yeah. There's some things I checked in my spirit to be sure, yeah. and I repented of some stuff whether I need to or not. I don't know, but I did, and the reason is is because I do respect that. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you something, that was very offensive, very harsh accusation Absolutely. Uh, against me personally. Was sent by the enemy. And, and, but still yet, I have to look at it. You, I t- totally agree. And I totally it. agree. you got to yeah. test it. But, my but point, you, my point you know is, it's from the enemy. My point is, he has jumped, went from church to church to church to church, because ain't nobody going to put up with him. No. You know why? Because... He's an idiot. <laughs> but I'm just telling you. He needs he to be on Tornvale's podcast. dress up a prophet. You can put a dress on a pig and put lipstick on a pig and take it to county fair. Yeah. But it's still a pig. Who was it I heard say this the other day? It don't matter how many twists and turns there is in a pig's tail, it's still a hog. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And, <laughs> so is, and so is a prophet. So a lot of things that are beating my point, I guess I'm overemphasizing it. No. But but a lot of the things that people have problems with with Kansas City is if you think you're going to make that crowd dress them up and make them pretty, you, you just, I mean, it's not your local church. No, it's not going to be religiously correct. <laughs> it's not going to be religious. You're going to have what you got. That's right. We have a, a comment here okay. from Mr. Old at Heart again. Old at Heart. And he has Old a serious heart. question. He says, serious question. All this time everyone's been studying a bunch of sinners. Doesn't that dis- 
detract from the study of the Scripture and fulfillment of the Great Commission? Yes, it does. Yes, well, it right does, there, Olden Hart. You're a prophet, Olden Hart. Amen. To as many as received him. He's a prophet. <laughs> to them gave he power to become the sons of God. You know what I'm talking about, Olden Hart. Yeah, that's a good, that it really is a that's good right. point. That's right. That is exactly a good to follow, point. To follow but, that up. But can I, yeah. Why does it matter? And what this dude here, where does Mike Bickle, Kansas City, or any of that mess have anything to do with him? He's in New York. In their mind, the whole world church is looking at this. And the whole world church has never heard of Mike Bickle. And see, here's the thing about it. They are introducing more and more people. To this situation. That's right. When it yeah. needs to let the local government take care of take it. Take care of so, it. So, see, the fear that it's not a fear, but here's what bothers me about it is by their mishandling of it, that's infectious and it spreads mm-hmm. into other believers yeah. who then adopt that same mindset yeah. and perception. And before long, you've built another aspect of the religious yeah. spirit well, in their that minds, the enemy can use. In yeah. their minds, are they're doing what's right. Yeah, they are. And that's why God has yeah. called me exposing, to tell them you're an idiot. <laughs> they're trying but to. You mind saying wrong. they're exposing evil. It's, it's like these people say, I just want to speak my mind. And you need to say, keep your mind shut. <laughs> it's just, you know it's what I'm no, saying? This type of behavior is no different than the New World Order's social credit score. Right. It's the same thing. Come, come, come it's on. exactly <laughs> the same thing. Right it's the there. same thing. Only in the religious. Wow. Now say that that's, again. That's right. On, and I, you said what I there, said Jay? That this this type of behavior from the church is no different than the New World Order's right. social credit that's score. Right. That's exactly right. Because you have to act a certain way. You have to be a certain way. How dare you? That's right. Okay, big and You Jay. get three how dare you's, and yeah, you're out. And you're and out. You're out. Yeah. And that, that's exactly that's perfect. Right. That's that's revelation. There, thing. Jay. And that's why that's I get right. so passionate about this stuff. Because that's right. Why, well, that's of the why else would it matter? Why yeah. does any of it matter? It don't. It doesn't affect any of these people. No, it does not. Go to your own church. Does this guy even have a church he goes to? Go to your own church and forget. Well, don't worry about everybody else. He's in New York. He can't go to well, I get New York because somebody sinned. Yeah. Well, I got we got a friend in New York there. No, let's no, don't do no, that. No, don't do that to him. No, we'll not. I had, do that I had some friends. I had some friends in New York, and yeah, they left. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they left. <laughs> That's right. They, they might deserve this guy. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's. We're going to bless him. Yeah, we're going to bless him. We're if we're going to bless, bless him, him, we shouldn't listen anymore because it's worse. Oh, Can't okay. Be. We'll have to quit. Let's quit there, Jay. <laughs> so we, <laughs> let's does. quit on bless he, his little hey, heart. He finishes up worse. Oh, let's bless his little heart and leave it right there. How's right. that, guys? I think that's probably. Good I've idea. enjoyed it. I mean, he, he done. Good. He's allowed us to have our opinion. He, if you noticed, he didn't come back on us at all. There. Old at heart says, "Must be nice to have a church." Old heart's got one. <laughs> old heart, he already knows. Yeah, it's yeah. No, there's too no, late. You can't hide it anymore, old at heart. Go ahead and come on out of the closet. Be one of us. Too late. Get that same stink on you that we got on <laughs> on us at the Grace Place. That's right. You, you'll enjoy what like I just said. It old at heart and his family part of the Grace Place. That's right. You done said it. So it's he's out of the closet. That's right. He's he's out out you know, closet. the other day when he was here he, talking about what well, you look for in church, he uh-huh. found one. I, I think he. I, I think he was predestined to come to the grave. There's no doubt. Whoa, <laughs> there is a Calvinistic okay, viewpoint there that I agree hold with. Heart. And I'm Jay's trying right. to stop him. Old at heart. I'm old trying. Right. They're on. A, no, they're on a roll. Oh, on it's roll. over for old at heart. <laughs> okay, it's over. <laughs> All right, Jay. listen. That's it. 
Why don't, you, why don't you pray for us? Oh, well, I think you need to, Jake. Yeah, Jay, I got any buttons to push. Okay, I'll pray for Somebody. us. Yeah. Well, Lord Jesus, we love you. Yes, Lord, we do. We do thank you for this day and for this podcast. We thank you for Torn Curtain. We bless Torn Curtain and pray that you'll be with him, give him revelation of what he needs to do and not do. And we thank you for him and we bless his podcast. And so, Lord, I thank you that as Christians and as believers, we can have difference of opinion. We can debate, we can talk about what each other's thinking, and dear God, we allow Torn Curtain to think what he's thinking and to say what he's thinking, and and we embrace him, and we allow him. We do disagree with him on some stuff, but we're sure he disagrees with us. Doesn't change the love of Christ we have in our heart for him, for R.T. Kendall, for Bob Jones, for uh, Paul Kane, for IHOP KC, for Bickle, my Bickle. Thank Lord, we just ask and pray that you'd get us all in your army, that we could mm-hmm. get patched up, healed up, Jesus. get us back on the front lines for the kingdom of God, that we might spread this this message of the grace of God, the forgiveness mm-hmm. of not selective sin, mm-hmm. but forgiveness of all that's sin, right. yeah. and that Amen. you restore and repair that that's broken. Yes, Lord. Because you just love to do it. Amen. And we're so glad you do. Amen. And Smith and Roland and Jason said, Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining today's Smith and Roland show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrolandshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.